Welcome back to the second episode of The Pull List. It's your host, Chris, here with Palm here on the Character Corner Podcast. And, um, yeah, guys, it's here. We told you guys we would start doing the pull list on the official Character Corner podcast feed. Second episode, and uh, we're here. It's October. We promised it. Last one we did these was August. It's October now, so you know what that is. Devon, what month is it? It's the month of X. Month of 10, if you will. And we are going to discuss everything John Aikman has just done for the last few weeks over in the X-verse and talk about the dawn of X. But first, we're going to talk about things that we're reading First and foremost, thanks to everyone who took the time out to vote or support us in the polling for the podcast awards. Yes. Thank you guys very much. Uh, we did come up short, but um, here's the thing. Again, this was a last minute uh, entry in there, and probably next time we'll time a little bit better so we actually have shows coming out during <laughs> the voting period. Um, but uh, no, seriously, we do appreciate everybody out there. We know that even though we came up short, we did have, uh, we, we got a lot of new listeners. and. Um, we appreciate that. We appreciate uh, everyone, um, the existing listeners we have who voted for us there. We appreciate all the new ones. Uh, it's um, Yeah, this is what we do. On the main Character Corner podcast, we talk about uh, comic book characters, comic book runs. And then we did something new with this, with the pull list, which is we took this out of our Super Tuesday recap podcast and we made it. So this is where we talk about our what we've been reading in the months in between uh, episodes uh, and kind of do some deep diving in here. So we're, we we know we know what everybody's here for. We know you guys are all here uh, <laughs> to hear us talk about uh, you know this uh, this man uh, Jonathan Hickman, I believe is his name. Can you prove he's not a wizard? I mean, of course not. No, I mean he probably is. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to be talking about that, uh, obviously at the end, cause we know we, we want to keep you guys, we know what you're here for. Um, but we're going to keep you waiting because, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. but before we get into that, we're going to start with some of the other stuff we've been reading, uh, around here and let's start with, uh, we'll, we'll start with stuff that's not out of the big two. We'll go into okay. DC. We'll go into Marvel, and then we'll obviously end with the Hickman stuff here. Uh, do you want me to kind of start before? Yeah, kick us off. See what you're reading. So, because again, I haven't actually read this yet, but I did want to bring this up because I did buy it. And I'm just so far behind. I want to kind of read some of the other stuff up. This you guys might have heard about this like a few, like maybe like beginning of the year that um, uh, Gelsman was uh, picked was over at Lion Forge, and she was uh, tapped to be the architect for their Catalyst Prime uh, superhero books. So I've been reading some of the books. It was, I'm supremely behind on Noble, um, and there's another one called Superb, but uh, Catalyst Prime, Seven Days, Issue 1, is written by Gail, is, it w- just, just dropped, uh, I want to say, last week. So if, again, this is for, your, if you want superhero books, but there's all these people talking about they wanted superhero books, but they wanted them out of Marvel and DC and want something new, Lion Forge is doing that, right? Um, Lion Forge is doing, they have characters of color, it's all over there. Uh, I went ahead and just bought the book. I, I'm, I'm supremely behind on these books, but I went ahead and bought it anyway to support, 
And I, I definitely wanted to mention it here. And when I hopefully by the time we have our next pull list, I'll be kind of going more into those books. Uh, this is, I just got really, really far behind on Noble and Superb and things like that. And I don't know, maybe one day we'll do a, uh, a comic book, book club. I know we haven't done one of those in premium for a while. Or maybe we'll do a subset on character corner or something like that on some of these books. But I, I really want to throw that out there because I remember the, them them saying that they had they tapped Gail to do this and then the book just dropped last week. So definitely go out there, check that out. Uh, and um, if you are reading those books, please send us an email. Let us know. I would love to know people's thoughts on this stuff. So um, that's a, that's a big the biggest one I wanted to, me- to mention that 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 one right there. Um, for me, outside the big two, kind of the, the staples I've been reading. Power Rangers is still great. They did a a, a, a a skip ahead to where it's kind of that that season with the new Rangers and Tommy is the White Ranger and kind of the new team finding its feet. It's it's actually really good. They have a, a concurrent story running with the three Rangers who left and what they've been doing actually. Um, and I can't stress this enough. Transformers is so bad. <laughs> I, I this hurts me, man, because you got me in the Transformers with the, the James Roberts. It hurts you. I, I know. I know it's. I know it's hurting me. I know it's. Hurting, it's hurting me not even because uh, it, hearing is bad, but it hurts me because I know how much it's hurting you. It's like, so <laughs> unfair, Chris. I want this book to be so good, so fucking bad, and I keep reading it. Well, and, that, and, 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 that, and that's why that's why I'm really hurt for you because I'm like, wait a minute, you bring you brought this up at least the last three fucking pullers we've had, and said, I believe the quote I used was chloroform and written form, and that's where we are. <laughs> and I'm like, he's still buying and reading them. I need you to stop, man. For your own good, but I know but in the back of your mind. What if it turns? And, and I, I was just about to say that I was like, I know in the back of your mind you're reading it because what if it does turn? I don't want to be the guy who walked away and said, like, "Oh, we got great at the issue left." Not going to be me, no sir. <laughs> I'll just be stupid and burn some money. Thank you very much. Oh man, oh. I, I just can't. You guys know, like, the, like New York Comic Con this week. When I'm, I'm going to end up getting some of those figures, like that Clip Jumper's copped, Wheeljack is copped, I'm not buying another Optimus Prime. I'm not. I'm looking at three of them right now. I'm not buying another one. But, but what, wasn't there like a, uh, what's the, what was the, the one that they had like a crowdfunding uh, for? Somebody keeps Why? posting. Oh, look at you. Somebody, this is, somebody keeps I didn't posting. This is from a listener who doesn't like me. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, no. So, for those who don't know, I'll talk about it. I'll talk, I'll talk about it. What did you say? So, I put it um, in the group. I'm like, Labs does this thing where they're like, we could make this for retail and distribution, but we need 8,000 backers. And the 8,000 backers they're asking for was to pay for a gargantuan Unicron at $550 a pop. I don't know when they hit their 8,000, but they announced it over Comic-Con weekend. And I'm not getting one. Okay. I'm Christopher. (laughs) Okay. I can't stress this enough. I'm not getting one. Okay. I don't need one. I'm good on the normal line. My my collection's looking robust. I don't need $500 on one figure. That's That's not going to happen. You sound very confident. I am insanely confident that I'm not going to spend $500 on a Transformer. Okay. Everyone's got their line. This is mine, inequivocally. That's just too much money. Okay. All right. All right. 
I, if someone I, wants to buy it for me, hmm, hmm. at dpalm66 on Twitter, my DMs are open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. I understand. I'm not for sale, but I'm taking payments. <laughs> I understand. <clears throat> you want a super specific mailbag that I don't, or, or a character corner that I couldn't care less about? You might get shipping to Unicron. You might get a um, name a character I hate. You might get a creator retrospective on Rob Liefeld. Hmm. Now, why would you threaten people with such a horrible time? Well, I, I'm letting them know the links to which I'm willing to do, to go, and my feelings about what I felt are well documented, and so I feel like that is a good testament to see how far will Deepalm go. Too far. The answer is too far. <laughs> too far. Too far. Just um, anything else major in the no, not I think the big you team? Need to read those uh, Lion Forge books though, because obviously my I love Gail Simone, and so. And then she's so intimately involved with can't be bad. Yeah, and, I've heard other good things about it. Yeah, and 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 they have a good. It, it was always a good. I, I remember when they first announced uh, some of the books for Lion Forge, and it was it was all the stuff that people said that they wanted, but they weren't getting from the big two, right? Creators of color, uh, diversity in the characters. Again, superb is one where they have. I want to say the young boy has Down syndrome. I believe it's been a while since I had it, so it's like. They have a diversity of characters. They have a diversity set of of writers behind these books. Yeah, and some of them, I don't want to say they start rough. I think, um, like, for instance, Noble, I think, read better. And this is why I let it build up. It read a little bit better uh, in uh, as uh, collected a little bit. So I let, okay. I let some of them build up. Uh, but right now, I want to say there's like 22 issues of Noble out. And then, and I want to say the, the, um, the team for, it's three of their characters. It's... Um, let me see. Noble, Summit, and uh, Acel. They and they all have uh, their own solo books out there. So yeah, check check them out. Um, again, with Gail there, she's been talking really talking it big up about uh, about these books and things like that. So yeah, uh, the I'm line excited for- to read the books. I will say, I will quote a John Roberts, uh, or excuse me, a James Roberts Transformers comic. All the good names are taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, they are. Yeah. So. But I'm excited to read him. I love Gail. You've given an endorsement, so I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like it, it, it's you know what it is. Uh, this is the last thing I'll say on this one is interesting seeing them build a superhero world from the ground up. You know, and that's what they did here. And you know, they haven't gone away. So the books are still there. They're they're obviously gotten to the point where they have a really big event now. Um. So yeah, they're all under because uh, Lion Forge has other books. They're all under the Catalyst Prime. Like kind of line of comics under underlying four, so just just check that out. So, um, anything else out of uh, the not the big two, or do we move on to DC next? Let's go DC. All right, so let's move on to DC. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and start with this one here because uh, uh, we have asked for this for so long, and DC finally delivered on it. Um, it doesn't live up to what we expect from Marvel Unlimited, but DC Universe, you can read books on DC Universe and they do update the books. Uh, so I've been, been catching up on, uh, Scott Snyder's, uh, Justice League from there. I think they added some more more books. I'm way behind. So there's not going to be like a discussion of what's currently going on. I'll let you lead it, but I just want to come on, bro. Yeah, no, no, it is, it's great. 
Uh, I'm I'm loving what he's did. And and here's the thing. And this will this will give a Deepom was right. You know, I I I see. I have no problem saying when Deepom is right. Now when I'm right, seems like he it's, has a problem. It's saying. different. It just hits different. It just hits different. Anyway, giving shout out to you. Here's the thing, and this is going to sound surprising to you for anybody who's listened to me. It actually now I feel like, and we'll talk about this when we talk about some of the other DC books I'm reading. I now feel like I'm now in the right place, and, and things are now there for me to go back and read um, Metal, Dark Knight Metal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I really think that, <clears throat> and we'll get into this when we talk about Doomsday Clock a little bit later on because I realized we didn't talk about that too much last time, but um, I think that the timing of some of the books and how they put things out for DC kind of hurt them a little bit. Like it was never about the quality of the writing and the story being told It just kind of, they they weren't hitting right. We've now gotten to the point where you can now see the synergy between all the books. And I think that's something that we hadn't really seen before. Um, like and really felt it. Like if you're reading the flash book, you're seeing some mention of like, again, the different forces that you see when you're, you're looking at justice league. So, and then that ties back into the stuff that happened in dark Knight metal or throughout the entire beginning of rebirth. And then and even before then and tying all this stuff together. So it's like, it's starting to feel that moment when you're starting to tie things together. It, it, it It's like that thing where, you know, and again, I, I feel like, I I feel like with, when it comes to, DC and in, in, in comics in general, I've stopped trying to read interviews they've done about the stuff until after I read them. Cause I feel like they don't, they don't help. So like we heard and a little bit off topic, but kind of related when they made that mention about how they're changing the timeline to make Wonder Woman almost like tie her, be the first superhero tied to justice society. I've seen some other people get like worried about that, but I'm like, no, I can, I can see that because reading the books, it makes sense. Well, because Right now, DC feels like they're doing something they haven't done in a while, in a long time, which is try to make sense of their timeline. <laughs> you know, because their timeline doesn't make sense. And this feels like the first time they've ever actually tried to consolidate all that stuff and said, we understand it's weird. We're going to put it all together. Uh, again, you know, Hot Girl's in, um, uh, in, oh, they call her Hot Girl, that Hawk Woman now. Hawk Girl. Hot Girl. Uh, she's in the, the Snyder Run. Uh, and and you know things are dealing with and that tied some of the stuff tied into metal and things like that they're going on there like so there there's 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 a synergy there that just feels like it hasn't ever really been there before um and i'm excited to see where they're going and now it makes me want to go back and read some of these books so again was catching up on uh snyder's justice league um i did want to read the panel that i posted on um uh on my facebook because it's related oh, I to you give it to them. I'm just gonna look it up right now. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a it's about a certain character that had a recent movie come out. Um, and Snyder says this. It's like the Joker. People always want to know who he was before this. An nihilistic killer, a hapless comedian, a troubled child, or maybe a normal child. But if you ask him, the Joker, before he killed you, he would say he didn't know. The best jokes have many setups. The punchline is what matters. Yep. Sure. So after reading that and going through some of the stuff with Snyder, I decided also, before I get into some of the newer stuff I've been reading, I went back and I reread Batman annual, annual number three from uh, the New 52 era. Okay, um, what was that annual? That was the Friends one, the story of the Joker, the, the lead-in to... Oh, that, was the, that was the lead-in story to 
uh, Snyder wrapping up his run with Endgame in Super the Batman. Oh, Endgame. Yeah, it was right. It was, I think it was right after Super Heavy. Heavy. Maybe it was before. I can't remember. But it was going into the the last Joker story that Snyder can tell to end his run, right? And um, it's the story of Joker befriend, uh, <laughs> quote unquote, befriending uh, that uh, 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 reporter. What was his name? Tom? Was it Tommy Blackwell? I have been so long. I think. I think. I think it was Tommy Blackwell. And it was, it's an interesting story because it's it's basically Tommy uh, Blackwell is this reporter who comes back into Gotham after being away. He's been covering war zones, and all this stuff. Comes back into the to Gotham shortly after zero zero year, mm-hmm. and so obviously everybody in Gotham and everybody in the newsroom is kind of like used to this new the new settings of Gotham of like yo like these criminals are different. It's not the same Batman and all like Gotham is a different animal than when he's like, I'm in the war zone. This is nothing. So he decides he's going to go and show that Joker, nothing more than just some dude in clown makeup. And why is everybody afraid of him? Right. And so he goes and it's one. I love the funny season scene where it's the two Joker henchmen. And one guy's like, uh, (laughs) I think Joker wants to like, release all these animals after giving them like uh joker toxin or something like that it's like a ridiculous joker plan and one of the henchmen is like this is ridiculous i don't like what are we doing i know a guy who who we can rob this bank we can get 65 million dollars and the joker then comes up and is like 65 million dollars what on earth would i do with 65 million dollars <laughs> you know I, you know, he's like, that's not the point, and that's not the joke. The joke is, we put people in cages with animals, and no, I don't explain my jokes, and he kills the guy with acid, right? And so eventually, uh, the reporter uh, comes out, and it's like, he's laughing at some of the Joker. I can't remember exactly what the Joker did. He's like, oh, I get the joke. You're, you're, you don't have any friends, and you don't even see these people as, as, as humans. So he writes this, this article about Joker called like, the lo- loneliest or saddest clown or something like that. And it's like six months later pass and the Joker escapes from prison and the guys in the newsroom are like, you aren't you worried? Like the Joker just escaped from prison. He's like, and it's like, well, he had a copy of your article. I think you should worry about him. Guy's like, no, I'm not worried about him. Uh, Joker ends up killing one of his friends, stringing him like yeah. a, like a marionette pe- puppet. And it's like, Hey, you know what? I get it. You know what? We are friends. I had to kill him because he was competition. You know, you know me, you understand me. You know, we're going to have so much fun together from now on. We're going to be friends. And Joker tortures this guy randomly, like one day a year for five years. And dude goes all the way fucking crazy. Now here's the interesting thing about me rereading this after like the first two appearances of the Joker with him, like the second, the second time I think is when he, uh, he basically kidnaps a dude's wife and is like, Oh no, no, I'm not going to kill her. We're, we're going to, we're going to, I'm just going to show you some, you know, I missed the time to go. You invite me to the wedding and we're going to have a good old time. Like Joker's fucking nuts. Doesn't kill his wife though. And just like torture him. And it doesn't even torture him physically, but it's just like, you know, we're best friends and just fucking crazy. Cause he's a fucking Joker. After that time, after rereading this, I don't think the Joker ever bothers him again. I don't think the Joker's real. You know, I think the dude is so fucking scared and out of his mind that he actually imagines the Joker. And that's the interesting thing. It's like either Joker is there or he's not. You never know, right? And I just found it interesting rereading this, particularly with some of the commentary we've been having after this certain movie. 
that I'm just saying there's a way to say the best movies are the ones you have to explain for 20 minutes afterwards. I'm just saying there's a way to do a Joker story that makes you think and makes you wonder and challenge what's real and what's not because they write them every time. Every time there's a Joker story, there's a way to do it. So I'm gonna leave it there. We're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk more about this on, on probably in the same. I can go more in detail because then I feel like I can talk some spoilers. But I'm just saying it was it was interesting to me go back and going going back and rereading that story because it was, um, it was it was there. So so good. Um, obviously still reading Batman because Tom King needs hugs and um. I don't know what's wrong with him, man. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting. Well, I, I love the fact that so after. It, it was issues ago, so we can talk about it. After Bane kills uh, uh, Alfred, we now kind of go back to see the story of Batman working up to that part of when he sent Damien in to confront Thomas Wayne and 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 uh, and Bane. So it's like, and, and it's this time of uh, Selina nursing uh, uh, Bruce back to health, and kind of their plan and plot to kind of again take down Gotham. And like, I love the last, I think it was the last issue where they kind of show you the, the one of the reasons why they destroyed uh, the venom supply is because Gotham girl was taking the venom and she is done for. Yeah. <laughs> she like, they took it off the board. You took the strongest weapon off the board. It was Gotham girl. And they, you know, Selena and, and Bruce as Batman, they, they, they take him down. And the entire time you get this, again, we're getting this introspection, this talk between the two of them. And I even there, I love the going back to their first appearance. Was it the boat or was it the alley? And like, it's just, I, I really, lo- I know his run is coming to an end soon. I know he's going to go kind of keep the bat and cats thing going with the, with that series. But I'm, you know, and I know some people have varying opinions on Tom King's run, but I've been enjoying the fun, the fun of it because it's really, Carried on for me what Snyder did, which is making Bruce matter a little bit and, and kind of moving the character and challenging this idea of what Batman and what Bruce has to be. And I don't know how far they'll go with it and how far they'll let this new dynamic with Batman and, and with Bruce and Selena move forward. I'm hoping they do because I think it becomes an interesting, um, I think it becomes interesting there. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll save Doomsday Clock. Uh, what else you got going? So I'll, I'll start outside mainstream DC continuity. I'm reading Sean Murphy's Curse of the White Knight. It's this follow-up to Batman White Knight, which everyone remembers was Murphy wrote and drew it. It was about the Joker kind of, so, uh, the Jack Napier personality coming out and doing what's right for Gotham. The whole miniseries is amazing. But this sequel, it is, it feels like the next step and also like, a good revisiting of the continuity of this alternate Batman he's created because he ties the Joker's origin in with the history of the Waynes and then also ties in Azrael. So it's really, it's, it's a, it's a nice evolution there. I love the art. It's very clean. I love the story they're telling. I love kind of the the little tweaks of characterization as you go through it because these are not the characters you're used to. But they are, but they're not. If that makes any sense. And so, so you mean, so, just, so you mean, you can you can tell an alternate story as long as you understand what the characters are, so that you you define that, and then you can bend it to to change around and play with that. And it's, it's almost like that's what makes it most effective. Huh? Interesting. Wow. Crazy talk. Wow. Um, another book I'm reading that's in continuity that you're going to have to get up to eventually once you read Metal and then once you read Batman, the um, the Man Who Laughs, that miniseries. Batman Superman. 
they brought the series back. It's got cool art. It's got great story. I cannot tell the story here because Chris is so so far behind. But let's just say um, it pays off some things from metal. Yeah, I believe that's kind of the long term plan you were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's 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 clear to see that there's a, a plan here, and I think it's I even with my my concerns about some of the the rollout, I appreciate. DC sticking to their guns as long as they have and not doing what we all know. And again, this is not slander or DC because we all know they do it, which is, you know, the minute you get some pushback or you might not get the reception you need, you, 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 you want, you tuck tail and run. And I appreciate the fact that they have not done that at all with any of this stuff that they're, they've stuck to their, their guns. They made, they made some small tweaks here and there made some small yep. adjustments where they need to, but you know, it's worked out. And I think in the long run, it's been paying off. So yes. Going back outside of continuity, deceased by Tom Taylor. That man needs a fucking hug. Yeah. I used to go in here and talk about injustice and how fucked up things that were happening were. Then they gave him the, the, the universe and said, go tell a zombie story. <laughs> Have you read this book? No, I haven't. The most recent issue is legitimately jarring. Hmm. Like they all have drawing moments. This is the moment where I was like, oh no, it's this is the end of the world. Uh, we talked about Batman. Issue two of Leaving the Superheroes is out. It's very interesting the point of view character that Bendis has chosen. Um, if you're reading Superman run, Rose, um, Rose and Thorne have been very active participants and they survive all the way to the 31st century. You kind of see what happens, the fate that befalls the world in those intervening thousand years. It's really super interesting. You get to see there's a little cute cameo in uh, issue two that points to Booster Gold. And then Superman books have been amazing. Ben just came in and it's like, you don't care about Superman? Now you're going to fucking care. Um, the, the whole time shift with, John, with uh, Jonathan Kent and having like the backdoor introduction of Legion of Superheroes, I know this is a, is a spoiler for the books, but it's also been pretty big news in comic circles for a while that the Legion is back and it's going to be different and Ben is writing it. But uh, kind of the way he executes it within the pages of Superman, really impressive work. I'm trying to think of anything else I'm reading. Big DC, obviously The Flash. Let's talk about The Flash because holy shit, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm behind it, but I'm catching up. And um, yeah, I think I'm like maybe five or six issues behind. But okay, not that far back. No, not that, not, not, cause I literally was reading, trying to catch up right before the <laughs> show. I was like, well, because what happened was I also did, I took a little detour to read Flash Forward. I forgot about that. Yes. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, talk about that. I'm also reading Young Justice, mm -hmm. which is awesome. So basically, after their first adventure, they got shunted sideways to the multiverse, and they're looking for a multiverse map now, and they end up on Earth-3, and they're fighting the evil versions of themselves. We've yet to debut the awful Robin costume. Can't we all know it's coming. <laughs> Can't avoid it. I think I know his new superhero name. I'm not going to say it here in hopes that I can make it not happen by not saying it. It's not funny, Chris. Oh, it's not. It's I, I'm laughing. I'm, I'm laughing so I don't cry. But everyone else's characterizations in the book are great. Um, it's, it's a really fun, good, well-written book, except for, you know, that suit's coming. It's like, it is literally like a movie villain. Like, I'm waiting to turn the corner and have him in that <laughs> shitty brown suit. It's, it's, it's the... It's the hooded killer who's waiting in the bushes and everybody's having a good time, splashing in the, in the, in the, in the, in the summer, in the, in the summer camp. We're just a bunch of drunk teenagers yeah. <laughs> waiting to get murdered. 
<laughs> it is so frustrating, Chris. Uh, yeah, no. Because the book's good. The book's fun. It feels like Young Justice. Yeah, no. Um, and yeah, go, go real quick. Going back to the Flash book, like I, I really do love what they. The, the, again, saying this across the board, I love the stories that they've been telling. I love the way they handled it. Like I did jump uh, jump forward a little bit because I, I, I forgot where I left off at. So I started reading the Jesse James arc with Trickster. And I was like, so I was so I was like, and then I was like, wait a minute, I I missed something that I had to go back. I was like, all right, I'm gonna come back to this. But just that 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 one issue where it tells a little bit about Jesse James and 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 his his kind of origin there, it was so good. Because you know what it reminded me? It reminded me of I think with the Jeff Johns run where you had the diff where you had the different the rogue profiles. Yeah, the rogue profiles, and that's what it, it felt like. That, and I was like. And, it, I, I'm, and I'm one, even wondering if maybe they even had the same artist come back for it. It was, it felt so good. I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm home. That's awesome. I'm home. Have you read? Um, have you read Invent Leviathan? <clears throat> no, but I need because I'm, I'm trying to get caught up with everything to get to that because I know that's right. also tied in some stuff. So yeah, it's. I'll just say it's very good. They let Bendis write a big DC mystery, and it's a lot of fun. We're only, I think, the fifth issue came out today. I think it was five, mm-hmm. and more questions than answers as always. <laughs> um. Right, flash forward. Fine, you talk about it first. I'm not going to say anything nice. No, no, I, I'm, I'm. There's nothing really to say. I'm, 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 I'm just here to see what they do. I, I don't, I, there, I don't, I don't have enough of an opinion right now to see where they. It going. feels like, and I know they told us that they had plans for Wally. This is the beginning of the story. It feels like it is a clearinghouse for characters that for books that they. They got canceled with characters they like. Like this Tempest Fusion guy, like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm nervous. I don't think I'm wrong to be nervous. I think it's fair that I'm nervous, but I am nervous. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm here to read because of Wally. So you got me because I'm a Wally Westmark. So that, you, right. know, you got me there. It, it's, it's the. It's not a, right now. It's not to the point of the transformer thing with you, but it's like, well, I gotta read it. One issue, right? I I gotta read it. So we'll see. Like I said, um, on one hand, it does feel like they they know that they need to do something to kind of address to get Wally back to where he needs to be. Um, but like you said, no, you're right. You know, it does kind of feel like also. Cause I looked at this one guy, the, the guy at the beginning, I was like, who the fuck is this dude? You know, yeah, I hit the wiki and I was like, he was in this book sideways. The guy canceled. Wait a second. Right. I was just like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, again, I don't, I don't, I don't know the backstory in this, so I don't know how long. Is it, is it a mini series? Is it a, it's a mini. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a mini. Um, you got me for the mini. So I'm here. So let's see what the story is. And I, unless something drastically change, you'll hear from me when it ends. So, um, for sure. All right. Uh, Doomsday Clock number Doomsday 11. Clock? Number 11. Yeah. Bro. All right. All right. All right. It might have been a plan. Okay. I don't want to go that far and say that. That's one. fine. It's working out beautifully. How about that? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. That's Especially what, if you pair it with Justice League. And that I'll give you. That I will give you. It's they found a way. They found a way to make it work. I, I do not believe that. The delays on this book were planned because this is. This I think is, the delays may have been planned once they saw how everything else was timing up. And and that and I can give you that. I think originally. Also, really slow. Like that's two things. Two both things can be true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, this book started when like 
three years ago? No, two years ago? Don't ask questions. Don't, hey, don't ask questions. I want you to ask. Don't, 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 don't you know ask questions. I've stopped asking questions. That's how good this book is. Well, no, I, I, but no. Here's the thing: we both did. Remember, we we both we yeah. both were like we both were like you know what? We read that Superman issue. We were like, never mind. Right, right. We were like, you, you know what? We're gonna do. We're gonna we're not gonna touch Doomsday Clock. We're gonna let it build it for a little bit. Let them get the, whatever this fucking schedule is together. Build up a little bit, and then we'll read it. And you're right. And 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 again, I will say it did it it, it starts off kind of slow. Um, but they 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 pull something together. He said the Superman issue, we start finding really out what's going on with Dr. Manhattan. And then even this last one, when you start getting uh, more of the understanding of where we're kind of heading at with issue 12. And, right. and, and then again, like you said, having the rest of the world that you know exists, even if you're not reading these books, you are hearing the different things that are going on. You're seeing the different elements coming in. You're seeing, you know, uh, the seating of the Legion of Superheroes. You, you know about um, uh, uh, Impulse coming back. You have uh, the stuff that went on with Wally. You, uh, you have uh, uh, the Justice Society. So even the news that came about Wonder Woman and her ties uh, to the formation of the, 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 the Justice Society, like all that stuff you're hearing, even if you're not reading them and understanding them completely, you know they're all tied together to this. And it works. Now it feels like it's no longer in a vacuum. Now there's some context behind what you're reading. And honestly, I, 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 I know they said that they don't have an exact date for when issue 12 comes out. Uh, I know they did say they're, they're, they're hopeful that Johns will finish it this year, which I do believe uh, he'll finish it this year. I but accept that you get it when you get it at this point. And, and, and here's my thing. As soon as I get a date for it, I'm going to go back and reread all, ten, all 11 issues yes. up to that point. Yes. Because then I can, and then I can also then fill in the gaps with the other stuff that's happening in here. Because honestly, I think that'll be the next one. We, we kind of waited. Uh, obviously we're going to end here with house and house and powers of 10. But I, I do think that when we finally get the issue 12 of Doomsday Clock, that'll be another one of the polls where we just have our discussion about uh, Doomsday Clock, what happened there, what it means for the larger DC world, basically off of this rebirth world that they created. Right. You know, so. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, we give credit where credit's due. Sometimes you're like, we got to sit back and wait and see what happens. And this is one of those. So um, kudos to DC for that. And Jeff Jones. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, huge, huge tip of the cap because they pulled this off and I didn't think they would. Yeah. I mean, and, and to be fair, we had reason to worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have reason to worry. Um, anything else we want to talk about with DC before we move on to Marvel? Let's get to the, let's get to the, uh, the fun stuff. Let's do it. All right. So here's I'll, the book. I'll start with what I'm reading. Go ahead. Tiny Easy Coach is running Captain America. Okay, okay, here's the thing though. You said he's writing. He said he's writing Captain America. I was I was going to continue. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Tiny Z Coates is writing the fuck out of Captain America. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Bruh. I keep waiting for like and Coates is leaving the book in the next issue. I'm like, I get it. I'd leave too. <laughs> you, you've done enough. Yo, no, fuck leaving the book. He leaves comics. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, I feel like I've nailed this medium now. I'm like, Sir, I have no complaints. I have come and I have conquered. And you know how hard it is to get me to eagerly turn every page of your book to be legitimately unsure of and excited by whatever is behind the next page. Do you know? So, and 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 I don't read. I don't read physical anymore. I read digital. 
so I get fewer ads. The idea that he can, he's probably pacing this stuff out to hit an ad page so that then you get a reveal. Mm-hmm. Like he is, guys, go. I need to catch up on this Panther. I've let this Panther build up. I have not read it yet. I Same here. All of it because if it's near this, nigga. Like this. And what gives me what this cat run is, when again, when you pair it with. Uh, I think Brubaker was born uh, Spencer, and then you got Spencer, and then this. It feels like a, an escalation. It it's like, an escalation. Is like Captain America's good, and you're gonna enjoy it. Here's how you're gonna like it. I'm bringing back Bucky. Fuck you. And it's gritty and it's dirty. And Sharon kills Steve and all these other things. Then you go to Spencer, and then you end up here, and you're like, wait a second. Do I love Captain America? Well, it's it's not only that, but it's 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 a continuation of everything we talked about before. Like we have now Captain, because remember when when I, I, when Spencer started writing, Sam Wilson as Captain America, and he had that confrontation with Steve, basically telling like what, what was what was the, one of the first stories that that uh, Spencer wrote with Sam as Captain was spent was was Sam going out there and stopping the trafficking of. Um, the immigrants crossing the border and, and the, the tax was happening on them. And when Steve, old, old man Steve, tried to confront Sam about it, Sam had to kind of tell him to his face, it's like, hey, bro, I'm Captain America now and I'm doing either it my I'm way. Either I'm Captain or not, back off. Yeah, either I'm Captain or not and I'm, I'm dealing with some of the, the problems that you haven't faced. Maybe you got too caught up in the other things. And what do we have here is you have this story that uh, Tenenhausen Coach is writing with Cap now doing the same thing. He is now working with the Daughters of Liberty and he is literally trying to rescue these 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 uh uh immigrants these these people that across the border are being uh kidnapped uh and basically sold into slavery and all this up and what is kept doing he's down there on the border fighting things like it's a it's a full fucking circle and and i appreciate you know tenacity coach writing this book because again it goes back and validates what we said about Spencer's run, and and again, not trying to say that uh, coaches is, is 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 riding Spencer's coattails, but no, it's showing that the st- the story that Spencer told was the right one, and 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 coaches continuing that on to the next to the next level to the next escalation here, and having basically have Steve go back to his roots. Do you want to be Captain America? Let's be Captain America. Be Captain of all the Americas, and and fight for what's right, and do that, and and again. You know, being led by these women, you know, a diverse group of women out here to do that. Like, Nicholas, go. I am so proud to be reading this book. <laughs> That's how good this book is. Yes. Like, you thought it was subversive having Sam tell America about itself? Steve's on that, kept that same energy. Mm, mm, mm. Here's the thing I, I might not stand for the anthem, I will stand and read this book. <laughs> We don't sit and read Captain America in this house. Yeah, we don't sit. Not, read, my, not my, under my not, roof. Not, not, not under my roof. Listen, listen. I am an American. We stand when we read Captain America, sir. Um, but yeah, that that book is so good. So, um, um I'm loving Avengers. I'm, I'm so, loving oh, yeah. Avengers. Jason Aaron doing something crazy. He's playing something big and messy and ugly, and I'm here for it. I'm also reading Jason Aaron's um, finale to Thor, the King Thor four uh, parter. Uh, one issue's out so far, but I cannot wait to read oh, what's next. Oh, you mean the God Butcher saga? Shh, what are you doing? 
No, I'm not. No, no, no. I, that is the title of a book in that that's, that you see in there. It's called, there's a book in there that's called The God Butcher Saga. All right. That's all I'm saying. I, so I'm, I'm not saying anything else. I'm just re- saying Jason the name. Jason Nam's a goddamn master of the form. Hmm? Jason Nam's a goddamn master of the form. Like, here's the thing. I'm saying about this other That swerve at the end of that first issue. My. Bruh, look. Bruh, I ain't see I've I've been around a nigga, lot of comic nigga, books, Chris. Nigga, nigga, I didn't see it coming at all. Nigga, nigga, listen. I didn't see it coming, and I, and I looked at it, and I looked at the panels, and I was like, "Huh, that reminds me of." And then I turned the fucking page and was like, <laughs> "Son of a, oh!" I almost text you. I almost sent you a text. I almost <laughs> did, and I was like, "I'm talking to you today, so I'm not going to." Um, I was thinking about this after, uh, and I'm thinking about before I even read King Thor number one. I think a strong argument can be made that Thor might have one of the most consistent and strong, like writing, like a group of writers and story arcs for him. I know it's not something we talk about, but like between Simonson stuff, uh, between uh, Aaron stuff, uh, even uh, his highs are highs, lows are bad. Huh? No, his lows are his lows are bad. He has lows, but like. When it comes to his highs and, and how long some of those highs run, they're pretty fucking strong. And, and, this, and this, is a, this is a long fucking run. This is a it long is fucking story. Um, and, 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 this, and while we, we're not really uh, again, this, this, the, the next saga into Thor after King Thor hasn't started yet, uh, we did see the name of the writer who's picking it up. And um, I think I just text, sent you a text. I heard it first, and I, I sent you a text. And I said, Donnie Cates on Thor. I was, uh, so last weekend I was on the mountain. I didn't have service. So occasionally I would get a text and I just got Donnie Cates on Thor. I was like, wait, what? I, I literally went and found a laptop. I was like, someone give me a computer with internet immediately. Now, um, for those of you who for some reason <laughs> don't know some of the things that Donnie Cates has written, um, he wrote this uh, little thing called a little, little series, uh, Called Venom. Um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was okay. It was a kind of a strong showing there. He has got this architect of the universe type shit down. Donny Cates has. It's like it's the same way they let Hickman do the entire universe. They let him do space. Yeah. So he, he did, did. He did Guardians. Uh, he did um, Thor, Thanos. Uh, Thanos. The Thanos book was <clears throat> which matters a lot more than we thought it did. Huh. 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 You know, uh, the Thanos book was amazing. You had, uh, again, the Venom book, which tied into some of the stuff that was happening in Thor. Uh, and we, we saw, we were reading th- the, the Venom book, and we were kind of like, huh, it's kind of interesting how that ties together. And now they hand the keys to this crazy man. Crazy ass Tiny Cates. And, you know, the image, I don't know if you saw the image of uh, Thor's new look that he had. And then some people were kind of like, that's weird. And so he tweeted another image of Thor that looks more aligned with what we've seen now going, there's a reason for the Thor's new look. Stay tuned. And I'm like, I got mad because I was like, how dare any of you all question this man? How fucking dare you? You know why? Because right now there's a series going on called Absolute Carnage that I am a thousand percent in on. If Donny Cates' goal was he just saved the 90s, here for it. 
here for he's gonna he's gonna reconcile the night he's gonna make you love it I and mean, guess what you're I, well on your way my friend i have four words for you donnie cates ben riley something don't need redemption though <laughs> I knew you would say that. Perfection. <laughs> uh, ah, that's question, sir. <laughs> so you played Nike Spoonie before, motherfucker. <laughs> um, Champions ended its run of issue 10. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just another great book. Um, I'm reading all Amazing Spider-Man, which they, I think it's tying into Absolute Carnage right now. I think we gave a hint as to yeah. who the big bad is now this week. Um, Miles Morales' Spider-Man has been amazing. Um, Fantastic Four, Dan Slott, uh, Iron Man, Iron Man. I ain't come back, Iron catch Man. back on there. Who's writing? Uh, is, is Iron Man still Dan Slott or who's writing Iron Man? Oh, it's Dan. It's Dan? Okay. And, uh, he, uh, if you'll notice, we're coming up on 2020 and Iron Man 2020 historically has been an important character in the mythos. Hmm. Yeah. They, uh, they're doing that. They are doing that. Um, Fantastic Four, obviously, they've slots really captured like the spirit of um, explorers. Immortal Hulk, like I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm not gonna talk about what's happening. Just read this fucking book. Hey, and you can catch up on on a lot of them on uh, Marvel Unlimited. You know, they're there. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, it's such a scary, creepy, gross book. Read it with the lights on. I'm dead ass serious about that. There's a new Ghost Rider series. Number one came out last week. Uh, I'm in on it. It's got Danny Ketch. It's got Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze is now the king of hell. Uh, that's all tying into some of the Avengers stuff that Aaron's doing. Because, of course, it all ties together because it's Marvel. And the last book I did want to mention is Old Man Quill. So I was not a huge proponent of the Old Man series that Mark Millar started with Old Man Logan and all that shit. This one's really interesting. And there's one issue left, the 12 issue miniseries. It's, uh, yeah, they've done something really, really kind of interesting here. I want to see how it turns out before I give the full rec, but for 11 issues, it's a really solid read. Cool. Well, um, there you guys have it. That is, um, that's the poll list for this week, guys. See the, you guys in two that, months, that, right? That, that's the poll list. That's everything we have. Uh, I, I you know, I, I know I'm pretty much done. I'm not reading anything else. Um, I'm not, wait, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting up. We have. You know why I'm here. What was that? You know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. Let's go. So there's a, this little known writer named Jonathan Hickman, who for several weeks has been writing. Um, you know, weekly series uh, on these little-known characters called um, uh, the X-Men. Yes, I believe um, it's two books: House of X and um, Powers of X or Powers of Ten, however you want to call it. And um, wrapped up today with uh, what was the last one? I think was it Powers? The last one today? Or Powers. Powers of Ten. Six. Ah, so um. What are we even start with this man? Really? It's so weird because it's hard to talk about the beginning of the book because now that we know the end. Mm-hmm. But from the jump, he told us that one of the more important panels of every Marvel Comics history will be Charles Xavier and Moira McTaggart meeting on a bench and Charles reading your mind. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know 
is what that would actually mean. It reveals out Moya McTaggart is a secret mutant who, when she dies, she retains the knowledge of all of her lives. And it's revealed that our Charles and our Magnet and our Eric have been working with her since really the beginning, pre-X-Men. That Charles, either, and I think the revelations in six are important because it means that Charles didn't have note by note accounting of what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It does make sense that he would recruit offensive-powered mutant students to start a school. It makes sense that he'd recruit in that way. But it also alleviates him of some of the guilt now that we know that he didn't know everything. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, he's sending children to die with the full... That's not this. Because our Moira, we'll say Moira, just call our... Just, I don't know, pick a letter. X. Because <laughs> this is her 10th life. Because this is a motif that Hickman decided to to do and make matter more than we possibly thought it could. Her 10th life, she is rec- rec- she remembers all her nine lives. She remembers all the things that have gone wrong. And here's the thing. Earlier and in the so, series, I wanted to say it was either House or Power. I can't remember one. Destiny, that Destiny, told her she has, her power isn't unlimited. You have 10 lives, maybe 11. That maybe is important. Um, to uh, To kind of do this. So, Mora starts kind of going through trying to find the different path forward for a better life of of of, of mutants. And um yeah. let's just say it's kind of bleak. It's super bleak. And it's bleak every life. And we get these extended views of all these lifetimes. Except we'd never get ten and we never get six. Mm-hmm. So this week's book kind of brought it all full circle as life six was revealed to us to be the life that we were seeing in the X3 timeline, the one in the future, the one that seemed so far fetched and hard to understand. Yeah, the one thousands of, thousands of years in the future was her sixth life. Just barely halfway through this. Where um, mankind... Where the, real, where the real enemy is revealed. Yeah. It's not humanity. It was never humanity. It was technology. Mm-hmm. Sentinels bought us years. Nimrod's bought us decades. Yeah. You're, you're thinking the of- entire exception for everything they're doing, everything that we're building, the ethos around x is that mutants, humans would sit back and allow themselves to be replaced. Right. That mutants are the next evolution of man. Excuse me, of mankind. Next, but, but what they didn't realize is that next does not mean last. Exactly. Something- and by the way, let's just this is without touching on some of the larger craziness that Chickman's introduced into the world now. The, the idea that black holes are actually super intelligent, basic, basically gods. Mm-hmm. And that in the sixth iteration of her life, the universe ascends. She ascends. She dies to keep these things from happening. It's it's all crazy because there's a lot of like like Logan being alive at the end of life six. Well, here's the other thing, too, and, and I know this for some of the books that are coming out, that Wolverine and Logan is all the way back and is playing a, a huge role because he's almost there and almost... One of the one, one of the things I found interesting is in a lot of these um, uh, future lives, so in 6 and in 9, Logan is there because in 9 is the one where she basically sides with Apocalypse to take out... Uh, First takes out Xavier, then takes out Magneto, and she goes with the idea of go, banking on Apocalypse at that point, right? 
And who's the one that's there at the end with her and Apocalypse and all of them? And it's the one that kills her so she can get what she needs to, to again go on to the next. Logan. Logan is constantly there in there. I, I found that very, very interesting in, in, in the role he's playing there. Um, but yeah, I, I found it very. There's a timeline I want to say in either House One or House, probably I think it's House Two. <clears throat> that has a timeline of different of the different lives. Uh, more and kind of goes 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 down the, the the way of there. And what I found interesting is basically what she decides to do in ten is in, in each one you see like one she she goes with Xavier. Uh, one she goes with with Magneto, another one she decides fuck it, fuck, fuck both of them. We'll go with Apocalypse. Each one kind of radicalization of each. Um, in 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 Life Ten is basically the radicalization of both Xavier and Magneto. Right. Instead of trying to appeal to them, what if I radicalize both of them at the same time and get them both on board with my plans? Is this a, is, and again, it's like it's a hail mary, right? Because at this point, she believes that life ten is her lifetime because that's what she told. That's what destiny told her that you have ten, right. I mean ten, eleven at most. Another reason why she doesn't want to bring back destiny is one of the mutants because we're able to bring back mutants. No now. precogs. No precogs. Um, so know what we're doing. Yep, know what we're doing. And so life ten is here, and it's literally the hail mary of. What if we, what if instead of we're trying to fight all of this, what if mutants literally do um, all come together? You know, what if we bring everyone together? The villains, if you're a mutant and you're born on this planet, you have a home. You are born to a mutant. humans or you'll live in this home. Yes. See you, see you, Creed. Secret. I like this little. I like they got a government, man. I like it. I like the rules are setting up. I, I, the amount of world building that John Thinkman does in twelve issues is staggering. It's ridiculous. Just he builds it at least ten times. It's ridiculous because there's also it's it's the pages, but then you get you got to read in between the pages. You know the whole yeah. thing with Sinister and Sinister's um, Sinister being the one first one to create a chimera and it's basically being him when he basically built his latest body and John Proustar. Like it's like this is <sighs> you got to read all this stuff in between the the, the pages uh, to make it. Uh, I love uh, again. I'll take that. I had the joke. I had the cyber jokes. The cipher jokes. I Respect did. Doug Ramsey. Hey, hey. And also, be wary of Doug Ramsey because that transmode virus infected Kirikoa. Hmm. You notice that? Yep. Yep. That's a problem. Yep. Because that's the first step to the AI. Uh, yep. There's a back door in. Yep. Which also I think was was very telling that in that life six it was. The failings. So again, we're bringing all this up, and we've been talking about this as we've been doing the Claremont X Men run of all these different things that we're bringing up between um, the X Men run and the New Mutants run. And even some of the books are coming out of this, like the New Mutants run that is going to be there, and all these new books, like uh, the New Mutants run that's taking place in space. Mm-hmm. I, I and what I love about this is is this idea of. The radicalization of 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 of, Magne- of Eric and Charles basically comes from the idea of coming to the, the 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 single truth that they've never that none of them have ever been able to accept. Even Apocalypse, the 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 
the panels that we've gotten twice now of seeing Apocalypse sit in the background and looking at Charles and Eric as, as you know, as they're proud of what they've accomplished in, in year 10 is just bone chilling, right? It, it's so wild because reading Moira's notes in the last powers where it's like the Apocalypse showed up, he's still immature right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's unworthy, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, Jesus, come on. Like, yeah, I guess. But it, uh, it's, it's a tough one. It is. Well, it comes down to the. Like, I'm going to get answers. Like, you are never going to get answers. Well, this is the stage setting for what's well, ever, whatever's next. Yeah, whatever's next. But we did get answer. The answer is what we've gotten to in Life 10 is Charles, Eric, and um, Moira. Having the understanding that the simple truth is they always lose. And if you start with the fact that we always lose and that is the truth, it puts a new urgency into what you do. At any other point, it's always like, you know, there's a way to win. You know, and it's like they've gotten to the point where we're at, the la- we're at, we're at our last lives. We, we, there's nothing else for. We've tried all this before. So... We come to the simple truth and the idea that we never win and we always have to stay on our toes. And so we have to, and if you say that you're never going to win, that means you never get complacent. Because the other thing, too, when you look at some of the timelines and you look at this stuff, you're like, okay, cool. You can see where they probably got complacent. And so the idea here is that they don't get complacent. So so even when you get, I I can't remember what issue, when when the, the team that goes to destroy the Master Mold dies, you're like, huh, wow, they sacrificed. And you find out, it's like, no. We have a we have a plan for that. They Elizabeth warned this. They have a plan for that. They are bringing back <clears> all. <throat> if you're a dead mutant, you can come back. You can be resurrected. And unless unless you're pre, um, unless, unless you're, you're pre cog, unless you're a pre cog, which they, again they haven't shared that with anybody, right? And again, so already we're, we're, we we have the secret government inside. They the haven't shared government. that Moira was a mutant or that she's even on the fucking island. Oh, that she's alive. Remember the whole thing here in in, in ten X. The reason why we had talked about yeah, everybody thinks she's dead. They basically faked her death so that she can stay in her no space, and nobody but but Charles and and, and Xavier, uh, uh, Charles and Eric, know that she's alive. So, and the fact that she notes that there's a sinister chimera way ahead of time, like there exactly. should not be a chimera yet. Yes, you know, and so she's right, you know, and, and so this is all very very interesting, and. It sets the groundwork for a place that we've never been in, which is which makes us all nervous, right? When the X Men win, we all get nervous because we know just like it's like it's like when a Flash is happy, <laughs> something bad's happening because this <clears throat> can't no. And so right now we're at a point where we end we end this series on a high note because they've won, they got their mutant nation. They are slowly rebuilding the mutant population. And I love the fact that we've taken into account that instead of, and that's another thing too, that again, knowing that we always lose, Moira at this time didn't try to stop things like Genosha or stop things like these big tragedies that befell a mutant kind. They kind of embraced it and like, let's find a way around, let's find a way to bring these people back. So you still have mutant kind suffering these losses. And, and by doing that, by saying that we always lose, what they did now is they're able to 
build a case for other mutants and themselves of like, look at what they've done to us. They slaughtered well, 16 million of us. They go from a, a perspective of, instead of surviving, living. And yes. That's such a, uh, such a subtle difference because survival gets them killed. Mm-hmm. Every time. Passivity and hoping that you can, that's going to get you killed. Yes. You got to find out how to live in this world. Yes. And even if you may have killed yourself by even putting Doug on the island in the first place. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you might you have know, killed us all. Hell. Might, yeah. You know? Um, I also still find it interesting that, and again, everything makes you question things. We've talked about, we were talking about this before. At one point we had this theory that maybe at some point, uh, it was Moira under the helmet. Cause we still have not seen. Oh, I don't know who's under that helmet. We, we don't because here's the thing. Every chance we get, we don't see who puts that helmet on. We know it's supposed to be a Charles Xavier. We know it is Charles Xavier, but we also know that Charles Xavier, and there's all this mention about putting other mutants into other other bodies that has been done before. At every point we get to see Xavier, once he gets ready to put that that new and improved Cerebro on, we never see his face. When they make the decision... Oh my they t- god. The Xavier Moyer Chimera is the eleventh life. Hmm. Hmm. That's the Hail Mary. Yeah. It's it's something, right? That's our that's Destiny's loophole. Yep. Maybe a, maybe an eleventh. Here we go. Man. Like it's it's and, like, and for four people say, Oh, you guys are reaching, every Proteus shell is a Charles Xavier body. Yeah. It's in the most. Go back and read these footnotes. Like, there's a lot of stuff hidden in here. You've got the stuff to, he yeah. blacked out. I still want to fight him for. And, 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 yeah, remember. And remember, they said that the, one other thing. The footnotes is that Moira and 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 uh, Xavier were looking for. I, I think the the perfect combination of mutant or something. Like, it was. I can't remember exactly what it was worded as. But yeah, you. Here's the thing. The the thing that draws you in are the pretty pages. The thing you should be paying attention to is the words that are happening in between those pages. That's yep. where the that's where the meat is. The meat of what Hickman has built is in those in between pages, and what they and what they black out, and what they don't show you. Again, it shows you here. Uh, uh, Life six was the one that was blacked out, and just none of us even thought to think that Life six was the one that we were that we were spending all this time in with the with uh, uh, with uh, the future and all this other stuff. We hadn't seen any any idea of mutants. We had no idea where that was going. Even me, I had no idea where that was going. And then Logan shows up. I was like, wait a minute. And then Morgan shows up. I'm like, hold up. What are we doing here? And you find that thus ends the sixth life. Of, I was like, you son of a... You dirty... You... I want to fight this man sometimes. I want to fight him. I want to fight him. It's ridiculous. It's... It's so good. It's it's so good. And so I, I feel like all this stuff kind of matters. And I'm so anxious to now see all these books they have coming out where it's, it, it literally gives you a new era of the X-Men. Yeah. And what that means. And all these things just mean, like, again, even, even what Namor said to, to Xavier is like, you don't mean it this time. You're still not ready. You don't mean it yet. You don't mean it yet. You know? I'm, I'm... I'm yeah. This is I'm even more nervous now. I'm even more nervous now cuz I have no idea. 
I have no idea where we go from from here from next. But the thing is, that's exciting. Dawn of X mm-hmm. is it? Where yeah. do I start? Go read these twelve issues. Go read Dawn of X. That, that anyone who asks you that question from now on, mm-hmm. X is just too complicated. It's just so much history. Cool. Read these twelve issues and start there. Mm-hmm. And because they follow the Stan Lee, I mean, say what you like, and it can be kind of tough to jump in midstream. He, the ones are going to feel like issue ones. Mm-hmm. Those of us who've read this stuff will have more context for everything that's happening. We'll know the organization of the society. We'll know that at wartime, all the other generals report to Cyclops. Yo, I, yo. Again, yeah. That, that, again, yeah. again, these are the things you've got to read in between where they're like, yeah, yeah, we have all the commanders, stuff like that, but like the, 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 the commander commander is Cyclops. You know, um, the like, fact that they've given Emma an entire quarter of the government. And we don't know who the, her and, Red King is. Yeah, we do. We know. Everyone knows. Yeah. Okay. It's been all over the solicits. So it's literally the cover of the second issue of Hellfire, or of, uh, Hellfire Trading Club. Okay. Like, it's Kitty. Spoilers, it's Kitty. Yeah. And which tells you one of two things. She doesn't trust herself. Or she's got something on Kitty. Both can be true. I was about to say, or both. <laughs> or both? <laughs> yeah. Emma's done it before. Emma did it on Astonish. She's like, well, I, I needed someone who knew who would keep an eye on me. I want to do good, but I know my, I know my baser instincts. Which is still like dope for Emma to be like, I do fuck around. Like, you're right. Like, I, I fuck with people. You're right. Um... That's another thing too I loved about that. I love I love that I love that the recruitment of everybody is like Emma's important. Every like e- everything and again after reading the Claremont run and after reading just being a fan of X-Men, this feels it, it reminds me when we were talking about the Fantastic Four when we were like Hickman's whole thing was like he 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 really is an X-Men fan. He really wants to tell an X-Men story. And it felt it feels like now's been become the perfect time to tell that X-Men story. He yeah. said that he's been telling he's been waiting to tell the story since he was fifteen. It shows, and I'm ready for it. And just looking at some of the books that were going to be coming out, yeah, obviously Hickman's going to be running X Men. He's also be going co-writing New Mutants, which again that just made me. It gives me that that to me right there tells me it's like again another another uh, uh, um, homage to, to to Claremont. Claremont was writing X Men, and he was also writing what New Mutants. So. You got that. You have him on there. Uh, they have a series called Marauders. Nigga, listen. None of it's an accident. Marauders. Here's the thing. Almost all these books are books that... Who, who wrote these books? All right? Who start, or started writing some of these books? Or started writing some of these characters? You have X-Men, Marauders, Excalibur, X-Force, New we Mutants. We did not know this was going to happen. Didn't know this was going to happen. Did not plan this at all. <laughs> New Mutants, Fallen Angels, and then Wolverine. Wolverine, and also Wolverine, who's writing Wolverine? Benjamin Percy. He's also writing X Force. And you guys heard me talk about how much I really, really enjoyed that Green Arrow run. So you got me for X Force and you got me for fucking Wolverine. Obviously, I'm reading the fucking uh, Hickman. Fuck it. I'm going to read everything. God damn it. I got to. Yeah. We don't have a choice. I'm going to be over here with seven X books in two months, and I couldn't be happier. Run the we made it. run run the coin. You got me. Okay, you got me. <laughs> yo, between this and like what Donny Cates is doing in Cosmic, yo, yo, I may it may be a while before I get to Black Panther. Yo, yo, 
here's the thing. And we just talked about we just talked about all the great stuff that's happening in DC. It's like I don't have time. I don't got time. Like, where am I? I don't have time. I need I need to take off of work just to catch up on comics right now. You know what helps? Legends until spring. No agents. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like you're it's right. a lighter it's a lighter TV load, but this comic load's about to be a problem. Oh, it's such a fucking problem. And here's the thing too. I didn't even get into this. But I really want to catch up on all the Star Wars stuff because we I don't even want to, I don't even want to touch that because just the Star Wars stuff has always been a fucking problem like and, and I mean problem in a good way but like the books is good and now with them relaunch I got I got to catch up so get ready for uh, Disney Plus in a month yeah I mean it's 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 so it's it's so good it's so much stuff and like I I'm just what are we just looking at, at, at what we're doing with all this stuff and. Hickman on X-Men, man. It's just... He had me at hello. Yeah. There's just so many things. It's just... There's so many twists and turns. We've talked about this. And we're going to continue to talk about it because we're still not 100% done with our, our, our Hickman stuff. So again, if you're listening to us on the Character Corner proper, uh, the next... We're going to be... Uh, probably in a couple weeks, we'll be wrapping up um, uh, the next run of uh, New Mutants and then we'll finally finish off with the rest of of uh, Claremont's X Men run, probably the beginning of uh, beginning part of November, which will already get us into the uh, the first. We should by that point have almost um, our at least first number ones of all of Dawn of X. Right. Uh, I also find it interesting that the last Dawn of X books to to, to launch is the Wolverine book. It doesn't come until February. Yo, I gotta sing you this. I just saw a Ray, Let's Raise a Dead shirt with the five X-Men on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to cop this. <laughs> send me the link. Send me the link. I'm going to. I got send, you. Send me, send me the link. Because um, this, if, I'll say this. If you, you've been an X-Men fan, what a time to be alive. If you've never really been an X-Men fan, welcome. Even more, if you're a dead X Man, what a time to be alive again! Yeah, what a time to be unless you're a pre, <laughs> unless unless you're a precog, unless you're a precog, then um. Sorry, Irene. Yeah. Yo, um, and that's the thing is, you know, what I just figured out. What? That's what the Seek wants it. She won't, they won't give it to her. Yeah. That's it. That's the the yeah. That's the ask. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they're going to do it behind Moira's back, and then you're going to get the splintering of the three of them. Hmm. God damn this book, man. This this world, this world he built. And for the record, if you wanted to do MCU X-Men, you could do it right here. Mm-hmm. Start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. An island appears out of nowhere. How do I know you? I'm my to every one of you pathetic humans. <laughs> Don't forget, we're not, we are inevitable. Thanos I, said it. We fucking mean it. Let's, yeah, let's go. I'm I, ready. I, I, I'm ready. I, I love, I love the fact that, like, again, the celebration at the end. I mean, again, it, 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 yo, it was, sirens yelling at Dazzler to make her powers get yo. It's the For those who don't know, Dazzler converts sound in it into laser beams and light waves. Like they should always be on the same team. And that's the other thing too. Just not the, the book titles, but the teams that are oh. in these books. The teams. That X Men squad is just 
bunch of fucking Summers powerhouses. <laughs> it's like, who's fucking with this team and Magneto and Wolverine? Right. Right. I would look at them funny. What are we doing here, man? Yo, you put Alex and Scott in the same team, you've got a fucking problem. Add in Gene and Vulcan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The new oh, mutants. Are they going to fight gods? The new, oh, the, new gods, the, the new, the new, the new, they might. The new mutants Yo, book. They might fight gods. They might fight gods. Yeah. The new mutants book is the original, the original team, and then adding in some extra. Like I'm like, it's, 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 it's the love letter to the X Men. Like I'm so excited. This is the time we are back. That team, that new mutants team we're talking about is going to have two Avengers on it. Mm-hmm. Sam and Berto. They're Avengers. Mm-hmm. They were they got as high as you can get in this year game. Yeah, it's time. It's time. We here, yo. We here. It's we made it. We made it. I'm... It's a great time to be an X fan. Month of X. We didn't plan this, folks. We didn't plan it. But um But Marvel sure as fuck did. Yeah. And we Hickman's crazy person and maybe a wizard. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know where we go from. And, and what what I love about it too is no matter what, like it, it really does feel like a, a huge shift from what we're what we've been seeing from them before. And it's gonna be um, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm gonna be so broke. <laughs> I'm gonna be oh, so the broke. I'm gonna be the broke. If you're here for a superhero book, you're in the wrong business. Don't think this is right superhero books. It's high concept sci-fi that uses superheroes. Again, go reread Fantastic Four run. Go reread Avengers, particularly Time Runs Out. You took two years, took three years off, and said, "Fuck it, I'm back. Give me X Men." Well, well, the thing that gets that gets me about it is, again, we we brought up Fantastic Four and Avengers. Remember, this all started with Shield. It started with Secret Warriors. Let's get really real. Yeah. Yeah, the Secret Warriors, then Shield, and then the back matter. The, the the pages being back there, the infographics. Mm-hmm. That's all fucking. Uh, that's all Hickman stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, oh boy, we'll see you guys in a couple months. <laughs> uh, it'll be right around the time. It'll be it'll be right around that we we would have gotten our first taste of Dawn of X. Uh, hopefully by that point, Doomsday Clock number twelve will be out, and we'll have caught up on some of these of uh, the DC universe. I mean, honestly, I think the best way to kind of end this episode is to say, with all the talk about the death of comics and oh, comics aren't good anymore and stuff like that. Like, I, I mean, I, we've been saying this for a while now, but there's almost too many good books. Like, I'm, I'm actually, I don't want to say this, but I'm actually glad there are some books that are not good because right. it gives me a reason not to buy them because when there's when everything's good i have a problem like we have with dc and marvel right now where it's like i i now can't read the callous prime stuff because it's like when am i gonna when am i gonna fit that in when am i gonna fit that in <laughs> when when so um yeah folks that's all we got that's all we got here um you got anything else you want to say no just Make my marvel for right now, man. I, all these book, you know, I take it back. Book companies are doing amazing. They're firing all cylinders. I think that the success in multimedia and other avenues has really loosened the grip on what they're doing in the books. They're not a lot of freedom. 
Ben did something Superman's unreal. Um, we just talked, we talked about Justice League, and now I'm looking at this stuff here that's going on House of X and Powers of X and Dawn of X and all things Hickman. Al Ewing's a psychopath. The Marvel Universe, 1001 and 1000, uh, 1000 issues, they're both out. Oh, they're doing something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking, yeah. Of, speaking of, uh, make sure you guys read, uh, finish up Ironheart. I know it'll be ending soon, cutting into 12 mm-hmm. issues. Uh, Eve Ewing's been writing her ass off on that book. That, that book's been amazing as well, too. So, um, yeah, so uh, once again, thanks to everyone who's listened to us uh, on the Character Corner who voted for us in the podcast award. We appreciate it. If you like us, make sure you hit the subscribe button, whether it's in iTunes, whether it's in Spotify, we don't care. If it is in iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, leave us a rating. We appreciate it. It does help. The ratings and reviews definitely help uh, in getting us known and noticed and out there. So please do that. Let us know uh, you like hearing us talk about this stuff. Uh, we will be back hopefully within a couple weeks uh, to, 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 to wrap up New Mutants. Uh, Claremont's uh, uh, part on the New Mutants, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, we'll do that. And then we'll right after that, we'll uh, come back probably about another two weeks. We'll officially wrap up um, Claremont's X Men run, which I can I be honest about something. Mm-hmm. I already read that uh, Green Green Lantern run. I was going to mention that that's what we're doing next. After we wrap up the Marvels, like we've been doing Marvel heavy, we'll be getting into yeah. the Green Arrow, uh, the Green Lantern run on um, uh, the Rebirth run. The Hal, was the Hal Jordan in the Green uh, in the Green Lantern Corps. Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. yeah so we. Yeah, we'll be we'll be yeah. getting we'll be we'll be jumping in there, which I, I'm looking forward to because you know it'll be we 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 had a really good time when we did our Green Lantern series, and if you uh, haven't listened to that, go and find the Green Lantern series we did on on we did Hal, uh, Kyle, and we also did did we do everybody? We did Green Lantern, so we just yeah we did the Green Hal, Lantern. John, Guy, and Kyle. We did all four. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if we I think we did split it out. I think it was it might have been three episodes. It might have been. I think we just. I think we. I think the way we did it was we just kind of went through the timeline of everybody. So we we started obviously up until um, uh, Hal's turn, and then we kind of went to Kyle. And I, I want to say we did. I know it's at least two episodes. It's at least two episodes. Yeah. Go find that. We had a really good time with that. So I'm really looking forward to kind of uh, taking a step back and actually doing a whole entire a new run here um, for that. So um, yeah, give it a listen. So. Again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening, and until next time, we will be back. Peace.